0: Right now, I'm joined by actor extraordinaire Kiwi um, Lincoln,
1: really Michael Hurst. Uh, Morena, to you, sir. Morena, how are you? Not too bad, mate. Yourself? I'm really good. I'm loving this cold snap. i got to yep. say, it just got up and I just felt brisk. <laughs> brisk all over. You're the only one in the city saying <laughs> that. <laughs> no, come on. It's great. It's <laughs> brilliant. I
0: mean, we've had a really long and amazing summer yeah. in Otipoti. It's been incredible. And, yeah. you know, we wished it would last forever uh, in, in many ways. But we do like the cold, too, because, um, you know, we don't want global warming to take hold just yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just yet. Of course, global warming can be cold. Yeah, yeah, well, that's
0: right. That's right. Well, it's snowing uh, more. In Antarctica, but there's, uh, let's not get into science. No. Uh, well, we could. Um, we, you know, from science to art, let's talk about some art. Uh, an, Iliad, an, Aliad, an Iliad. An Iliad. An Iliad. An yep. Iliad. Um, H- Homer's huge work of art, uh, mm-hmm. epic poem, epic tale uh, of the Trojan War. It's a huge work, um, and, you know, it, it seems quite an audacious uh, project to take
1: on for the writers. It is audacious, but what they've done is they've done a brilliant thing. They have telescoped the whole of that fabulous chronicle, that huge poem that's thousands and thousands of lines long, mm. and they've telescoped it into this kind of super intense physical, physicalized monologue. So the character I am, it's really, I'm the only sort of actor in the piece, um, mm. and then um, Shane P. Carter has written the music for it, and he joins me every night on stage to play, and basically they've telescoped all of it into this physicalized monologue, where the poet that I'm playing remembers great chunks of the of the piece but also has his own memory he's been telling the same story since it was written Mm -hmm. so the 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 conceit is that this man could be just a drunk, or he could be the poet that's been telling the story for 3000 years. And um, the idea that, you know, where do the gods go when they die? A bit like, um, you know, the almighty Johnsons, they sort of dissipate because they're not, where are they? Mm. Well, he's claiming, well, they're in the spirit bottles, they're in the gin and the whiskey and the vodka, and especially the tequila. (laughs) Athena is in the tequila, baby. Athena tequila. (laughs) And he starts drinking that, and then suddenly it all starts to come through. And it's a brilliant device because it means that he can he can take tracts of the piece that are kinda dense and just go, oh, well, this happened, but then this happened, and then suddenly quote from, the quotes that are from the piece are from a fantastic uh, translations for all you classic students out there, Robert Fagel's um, fabulous translation of the piece. So, yeah, it's um, it, it's huge, it's still big for me, It's it may be a reduction of the original Homer, but it's still huge mm. for me and for Shane, actually.
0: Yeah, no yeah. doubt. I mm. mean, war is epic... Uh, you know, in, in, in the worst possible ways, yeah. uh, but it's also very personal and intimate.
1: They're true, and that's the thing with the, with the Iliad. That's what I love about the original and what is rightly it's rightly praised for in that, in that it, it humanizes it in an incredible way. Because, you know, I'm sure most of you will know this, but the Iliad isn't the whole Trojan War. It's mm. only a little section towards the end of it yes. where Achilles... The first word is rage, menin in the Greek, uh, rage. And he is so furious at being humiliated by the king Agamemnon. I won't go into the details, but it's kind of um, infuriating. In fact, the poet says that's how it starts. It's infuriating, it yeah. starts over nothing. There's some really interesting things in this piece, you know. I mean, the fact that um, Achilles kills Hector, but before Hector dies, he's playing with his little baby. Um, the fact that um, Hector's wife Andromache is saying don't go out, just just stay in the city. Why do you have to go out there? oh well, I'll look like a coward if i don't mm. so all these things that are still around the sense of bravado sense of machismo actually it 's pretty topical if you think about it where we're at, at the moment yeah and then this other aspect of the fall of civilizations so look at what 's going on in Syria at the moment I mean can you believe it and then It's the decimation of an entire city, an entire civilization. Nothing new in that. So there's this element of where are we going? Why does it keep going on? It's not. I think it's an uplifting piece. It puts you through it, but it's uplifting, Mm. and that's Mm. the main thing theatre should do: lift you out of yourself.
0: Well, you know, you you think that some of the writers like Homer, you know, Mm. maybe telling and writing these poems and these stories. You know, of a look what has happened, almost as a warning, and and, you know, let's transform and change the way we do things. And you know, war is bad, war, but but the lessons, you know, it's almost
1: like you know, there's lessons from this, lessons that are never ever learnt. I guess, but and the other thing, we've got to be careful because you can't say Homer just said war is bad, No, no, because he also said, look at these glorious heroes, and so. I think he's pointing out a wider conundrum, which is, look at the situation humans are in mm. and what we do. And yes, maybe very well pointing the way to saying, let's examine this and shift it. What um, is really amazing to me in, in the original and in this piece is the voice of the women that comes through, which is essentially, um, I told you so. Like you know, and it's kind of you go. Yep, uh, yeah, you did. You did, darling. (laughs) You Mm. told me so, and that is exactly right. It's really important that that's that's heard, and it's actually I think quite surprising that Homer says you know has that in there. Mm -hmm. How how I mean, how do you? How hard is it
0: to convey, um, you know, the the message, you know, the personal and the intimate? Uh, how was the narrative constructed uh, to bring the audience into well, the setting?
1: Exactly. It's because, as I said, this character, this poet, has been carrying this story right at the beginning. Mm. He says this one line every time I sing this song, I hope it's the last. And time. So there's the
0: labour. You can see the labour. He's suffering, him. and yeah. he
1: has guilt, and he has the infection of war. The infection, you know, Apollo sends. A, literal plague to the greeks at the beginning of the iliad um because the uh they've insulted him um but the infection and disease of war and there's a moment you know the iliad's full of bloodlust which which is look we go and see action films look at what we look at you know amazing special effects amazing the iliad has all of that in it i mean that was their version of it Mm. and um what happens when you're uh, the, the illusion is if you get cut off in a in a uh, in traffic road rage look at what happens in road rage yeah. rage And <laughs> use that word again rage people go you fucking idiot, you yeah know. and before you know it you even in the small sense you know even bad drivers on a country road and you'll find yourself driving going what a dick you know <laughs> you know what i mean and yeah. but in in this it, it becomes blood rage huge and and he loses himself, the poet loses himself in this titanic spectacle and then realises where he's at. So it's mm. about carrying that, oh my god, it gets into us, it gets into us. Some trick in the blood, oh, rage. J- it's pretty powerful. It's all in the eyes. Yeah, I'm looking at you, yeah, yeah. it's all in the eyes. Oh, so I mean, how, how do you play that, I mean, how do you switch? where's this you know i mean how oh, just incredible acting technique and <laughs> yeah. <use of> <laughs> well you know it's i've always said this about acting uh, and, and i do this when i'm working with um, shakespeare or the classics in particular when you're performing two things one the actor needs to the, the primary job is to is to even though we all know it's pretend mm. is to try and make people think you're making it up yeah that's the primary job Yeah. and that's practical it's got nothing to do with you know, inner motivations and method and all of that, it's practical, and the second thing is if you commit in one direction, right? Commit to rage or whatever it is you're doing, and then you have to switch. You need to commit 100% in one direction and then swing 100% in the other direction. Well, that's 200% and that's value for money. (laughs) So it's all about just seeing what's immediately in front of you and going there. All those Uber objectives, meta objectives, all of that, you can discuss it, you can work it out in rehearsals, but on the day you are in the moment as is the audience this is the thing that i love about theater you can't download it you just can't mm-hmm. it's like that thing yeah and even if you see it once it's never going to be the same again even if it's the same play i've yet to do the same performance twice in a row it just doesn't work that way
0: yeah yeah, yeah. Is, is that important to you you know to you know do you strive for, for perfection or do you like the little idiosyncrasies that
1: can uh, any every performance? Look, it's that thing, you know, the Japanese say that imperfection has to be part of perfection mm. or it can't be perfection. Yeah. That's exactly it. You yeah. strive for perfection, but perfection means that you're snapping around in the moment. Um, I've been doing this for a long time and, you know, um, studied blocking on stage, for example, moving actors, you know, I you know I get that out of the way really quickly and then you can go wherever you like actually because yeah. as long as you're holding on to the piece, it doesn't matter so those kind of fresh moments those new things that happen you have to embrace them do you have a certain mood that you like to be and that makes you think that you you know you perform at your best
0: anger happiness oh, no, no, sadness. No,
1: no 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 none of that I um, I like to be focused fit look it's practical you warm your voice up it's, it's a job, yeah. Bertolt Brecht, this is work my friends, this mm-hmm. is work, and you just have to um, be fresh, be prepared, be fit, maximize your options, all of that. So for me, feeling uh, coming in off the street, I usually take about two hours to get myself sorted before a show. Don't put myself into a mood, and if anything, de-mood myself, yeah. you know, completely take it away so that uh, uh, um, a director said to me years ago just take that get, first of all get rid of the stink of the streets because you're in a special place and you are mm-hmm. um, and then take a big breath Before you go on, just take a great big breath and know that what's coming out next is the inspiration, the result of, literally to inspire the breath, so I guess on a practical level that's, and know your lines, make sure you (laughs) know 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 your lines, I tell you, nothing worse. (laughs) Well you got some nice cool crisp air to
0: take a beer. I know, I know, (laughs) we're
1: we're doing a show this morning for a whole lot of high school students and I honestly, I can't wait because I think it'll, I think it'll really go off with them because It's just so physical that's the thing people often think theater is a little bit namby-pamby but real theater is really ballsy and Mm -hmm. that's what this is
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, you know and young people i think have less
1: expectation yeah well and in fact they they have less expectations maybe but i think they also uh, we'll let you know if they're bored. And, oh, yeah, you know, and I mean, I, I, I remember doing all this work with um, young school kids. If you can keep an audience of fifth form, well, I'm saying fifth form shows my yeah. age, but that it's that age. Yeah, forever. yeah, if you can keep an audience of fifth form boys interested, you can keep anybody interested. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we used to do a lot of that. And it's just always it comes down to you being harnessing the power, harness the power, because you know they're a captive audience actually mm. it's mm. not like they have to be dragged in they're sitting in front of you yeah so just remember how much work's been done for you and you know actors who blame audiences well uh, sorry yeah have you ever thought about how you might have been yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um now let's not forget it's not yeah. just you no shane P. Carter. yes as in straight Jacket fits dimmer and yeah brilliant um uh, we we'd met each other years ago when we caught up um before we came down to th- to do this, he was uh, up in Auckland for something. I think he was doing something with Don. Uh, anyway, um, we caught up, got on like a house on fire. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I came down here, um, thrilled, thrilled to be here. I got to say, just really wanted to do this piece. It's just right up my alley, and um, started work on it. And he and I had been talking in terms of you know co- uh, um, complimenting each other. He came into rehearsal with his guitar, an amp, a tiny synth, and he's written just the most evocative amazing stuff mm-hmm. and he rocks it out with me you know it's, it's great actually because it's sort of like two worlds colliding in some ways I mean I'm this old guy this poet you know doing this stuff and he's there in the corner with his guitar yeah, yeah. and we you know we rock together sometimes and it's really good it's very very powerful
0: yeah because yeah. I, I i know that the work uh in some um <clears throat> adaptations of it uh, there's a muse
1: yeah well that's the point uh both um the iliad and the odyssey um they the the poet is wanting the muse to sing uh, the beginning of the Iliad, you know, sing, muses, sing the rage of Achilles. Men, you know, joy and you know we want you to, sing. because uh, the poets or the minstrels, the singers that would have done the singing of the epic. Remember, yeah. it was. It dates from about twelve hundred, roughly BC, but it wasn't written down till around about eight hundred BC. So, in that those years, it was sung and handed down. It was um, um, uh, 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 an oral cultural thing, and um, yeah, they they had this thing that memory was partly coming through them from the muse, the muses who were in fact there at the original events and saw everything and remember everything because they're goddesses right yeah and in fact the whole thing about gods being our impulses that's another aspect of what in homeric you know there's a famous moment it's in the play where um, achilles gets furious at agamemnon and goes to strike him with a sword and suddenly invisible to everybody else in comes athena and says you hold back you can't kill him and the reason he can't kill him is because that would spoil all the fun for the gods yeah yeah so you know they're they're just assholes really but anyway um uh but what what you can read that as is the idea that these big forces in us come from outside and the journey of the greeks and of human beings really is to say well no they're actually from us and to take that celestial thing and put it inside us you know this is my uh view but you know god didn't invent us we invented god so you know or the gods or whoever mm-hmm. so it's really anyway i think that's in there so um, so the muse I keep asking for the muse to come, and lo and behold, after about, I don't know, eight minutes or ten minutes, he walks in. He walks in. It's, like he, it's actually great. It's like he's come off the street. It's really funny, and he's, I don't know if you know Shane, but um, he's just got a real presence about him that's kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm here. Yeah. And, uh, and then he starts playing, and of course, the show just then rocks into something much bigger.
0: Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic! All yeah. oh, right, so um, it's on. Well, you've got a piece for 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 cho- for the children this morning. Yep. Um, but then it's on tonight. The only day I think off is Monday next yep. Monday. So yep. it's on to the twenty first. Mm-hmm. Uh, two for one students this Wednesday, which is tomorrow, and then next week it's pay uh, what you want. Um, which is fantastic and that's t- well, how they pay five grand as you were saying <laughs> yeah yeah. you Earlier can pay
1: three dollars or you can pay five, five grand, grand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's a good initiative because you know people need theater in their lives man I'll that's tell right storytelling it's yep it's yeah it's mark. important to
0: have it accessible to everybody exactly exactly uh we're gonna double pass the giveaway as well
1: um you got a question that the, the folks could answer for this one have i got a question yeah. oh my god that's pretty me on the spot uh <laughs> let's yeah. Think. oh yeah okay um who is the greek goddess of sexuality
0: all right there we go who's the greek goddess of sexuality um michael thank you so much you're welcome thanks for having me it's been a pleasure having you in here um i hope the run is amazing and you break multiple legs (laughs) i've only got two uh and yeah enjoy the rest of your time in our beautiful city otipoti Uh, enjoy the the cold and the, the snow. Uh, if it falls, which I hope it does, yeah, I hope and, so too, and, and the hail and everything else. Uh, uh, but go, you know, I think it's, um, you know, there's something about the cold. I think is it, it's, it's important and it adds something to the city. Keeps you uh, on edge. Yeah, yeah, but it. it. it's amazing. But yeah, um, and I and I can't wait to see uh, the performance. I'm coming along uh, with right. a whole bunch of friends and my partner. We're all excited. Uh, we're excited just to have a night off uh, with the kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be brilliant. So once again, thank you so much for coming in this morning. All right. um,